0: y'all welcome back to the get fit podcast today we have miss emily wagoner she is the dress expert so we connected on Facebook I stalk her on Instagram like none other because y'all it is 20 freaking 20 and if you're not stressed I envy you you're living your best life and you might also be a tree which I support there are any trees listening I love you give me all of the oxygen but I snagged this girl on here so we can talk about stress she is the expert I read all of her posts screenshot them and I try to implement them into my life so I am so so excited for this valuable info that y'all was about to get. So ma'am, if you would just tell us your story, how you got here, give
1: me the good stuff. Hi, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. And yeah, my story probably sounds similar to a lot of people listening. (laughs) I started out, I had a nine to five job and I started a coaching business helping people with, I was a career coach originally. And then from there, it quickly spiraled out of control like my stress was ridiculous I mean even in school I was super stressed but I always thought that when I graduated I would everything would be fine because I could leave it all at work everything would be okay because I could just leave it all at work well I was still stressed at work and now trying to run this coaching business it was absolutely taxing on me like I I just I couldn't seem to get it together and I was like I can't be the only one struggling with this like other people have to have dealt with this before. But when I, you know, looked online, googled all the all the things, trying to figure out what, how, how to solve this problem, I I couldn't figure it out. I, there was not Enough information out there. And so I took it upon myself to figure this out. And I found out that a lot of my clients were experiencing the same thing. And so it kind of spiraled into, well, there's a need for this, there's a demand for this. So I figured it out for myself. And now that's what I coach people on is how to manage their stress.
0: I love that you were like, I thought I would be less stressed after school. Cause I remember thinking that. I remember when I was, I'm only gonna have to
1: work full time. I don't have to go to school. My life is going to be so simple. And I was wrong. Yeah, exactly. You think, oh, I don't have homework when I go home, so I can just relax and just leave it all at work. That's typically not how it is.
0: (laughs) There was no leaving it at work. I was like, what can I do? I was thinking about work. I was like studying. I was in insurance for a while. So I was, oh, I have to read. So much of this insurance law and all this stuff. So I'm just obsessing about work at home. And I'm like, I remember thinking, no one's paying me, but if I like do all of this extra work, like someone one day will maybe pay me more money for it. And it did never happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so when, so when we're talking about stress, like most people, they've felt stressed. They understand kind of like what it is to be stressed, but there's so many different types. I, I kind of knew them. I've learned more since I started following you about the different types of stress acute and chronic can you just give my fancy listeners who maybe have never examined what type of stress they might have what those mean and how the heck we get ourselves into these chronic stressed out states
1: yeah so there's actually two different types of stress there's eustress and de-stress you stress is like being excited. Like I always think of it as the kid on Christmas morning, like that excitement, that's a good kind of stress. Granted, it can still put us into overload, but that, that's another thing. So then de-stress is what we typically think of stress is, is the like heavy feelings, the tightness, the anxiety, those types of feelings are what's called de-stress. And so we experience many acute stresses throughout our day. And throughout our life it's unavoidable it's what everyone experiences but it becomes chronic when we don't know how to deal with it or manage it or alleviate it and it builds up in our body and then so our stress levels are constantly high and anytime we experience a stressful event it puts us into overload and so now things that used to be small or that other people would see as no big deal are causing us so much stress and we don't understand why
0: I very true. I definitely find myself in that kind of stress where my husband won't see whatever I'm stressed out about. He'll be like, I don't get it. And I'm like, "It's I'm stressed about breathing and the coffee and the dishwasher's not organized the right way. All of these things that should not stress me out, stress me out like crazy because there's so many other things in life that are very right. stressful. That's definitely one of those things that I struggle with. I know many people struggle with. I see it all of the time in that coaching entrepreneurial space where you feel like you have to do everything all the time for
1: everyone yeah yeah yeah, and totally the and the thing is is that a lot of things that may stress us out may not stress other people out and vice versa so we may not understand why someone else is stressed because we the same things don't stress us out
0: (laughs) I just want stress to be like one thing and then I can just turn it on and off
1: (laughs) that would be nice
0: So, since we've been, I don't know how deep in quarantine you've been. I've basically been in lockdown since March. My whole city is essentially shut down. We tried to open, it didn't work. So, when you're working with your clients who maybe they had full time jobs and leaving the house, and all of a sudden they're at home all the time, maybe freaking out about money, about family, kids, how have you been helping them manage their stress during these literally unprecedented in our lifetime experiences? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's really interesting because what I found is not that they're more or less stressed. It's that they're stressed about different things. And they're like, why am I stressed about this? I've never been stressed about this before in my life. And I I totally understand that because when we're put in a different environment, it causes all these changes to our routines and just things that we used to do that we can't anymore and things that we now have to do from home. It, It can cause a lot of disruption and uncertainty, which obviously can cause us a lot of stress. How I like to help my clients is I really help them relate to their environment in a different way so that it's not causing them to be stressed out and it's not causing the stress that it it normally would. And so when we can relate to our environment differently, we can then apply that scenario to any situation, no matter if we're working from home, if we're working in the office, no matter where we are, we can apply that same practice to any situation.
0: Okay. I like I like that. Relating to the environment. I definitely did not do that at the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I wouldn't have thought about that related to the environment because COVID definitely brought out a whole new set of just problems and feeling unprepared. So Nashville took COVID super duper seriously right out the gate and it was just like so panicky. So I spent a lot of time just like in this panic. Oh my God, we cannot go outside. We're not seeing any people. COVID scares me because I have sometimes breathing issues. So if I got an upper respiratory infection, I would be screwed. But then like watching other people like, not even care about it. I was just like, what's happening? How does no one care? What are we all doing? (laughs) And other people's lack of care would like stress me out. How does, how do you help people not be stressed out about other people? If somebody else is stressed out, sometimes it can stress you out. How do you help them disconnect from that? So you're not just feeding off somebody else's stress energy.
1: Yeah, so that can come from several different places. It could come from us caring for those other people. And so we have to change our beliefs surrounding how we view their problems. So if we view their problems as something we have to solve, obviously it's going to cause us stress because most of the time we can't solve other people's problems. We can only, you know, give them guidance and help them so much, but ultimately we cannot take on their problem. And so we have to change the way we view other people and their situation. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not your problem what anybody else does. You can only control what you do. And so we have to view that in that light so that we're not taking on other people's problems. We also have to be able to create these energetic boundaries and solid boundaries so we're not taking on all their stress because it's so easy, especially as a coach or an entrepreneur who is an empath and who wants to help everybody, who wants to, you know, give everybody as much as they can. It's easy to take on those problems, but at the end of the day, we have to create these energetic boundaries so we're not taking on problems that we don't need to and that we can't solve.
0: I never, I never thought I was an empath and then quarantine happened and then I discovered that I care about everything happening all the time. So I like what you were saying about energetic boundaries, how that manifested, at least for my household, was setting screen time limits for news and social media and having just complete periods of time not involved in any of that because the total 24 hour news cycle is, is very overwhelming and all of it's bad there's never just puppies on CNN there's never just like <laughs> no one has ever look at the zoo on CNN it never happens it would be so much better if there were giraffes
1: <laughs> yeah totally and having limits like that screen time limit maybe limits with certain people who drain your energy just having those those hard set boundaries is so important for us to be able to show up and be able to actually provide help when it's requested of us. Because if we're drained, if we're stressed out, how can we help anybody else? Very much.
0: So, in uh, preparation for our interview, I was stalking some of my favorite posts that you've had, and so there's one that's how to tell you're stressed before you have a meltdown. If you could just, like, summarize those for people, because I think that's something that has happened a lot to me, because I didn't know how to manage my stress. It's happened a lot to a lot of my friends who are in the entrepreneurial space, or who have really time-committed, nine-to-fives, they're in the medical field, they're just so stressed out, and they just keep going until they just burn out and can't do any of it, and just... Everything falls apart. What are ways to tell that you're like approaching that? What are some of those signs for people?
1: Yeah, so it definitely takes practice. It's something that takes a lot of practice because, as you know, someone who works in the corporate world, especially, but anybody really, when you're working, a lot of the times we disconnect from our bodies and from our emotions and our feelings. So we don't see the signs of it bubbling up and coming up and don't notice that we're coming stressed out so what has helped me and my clients get back into our bodies realize when we're starting to become stressed is really understanding what that looks like for us what are the common symptoms that you experience that you notice personally that indicate that you are becoming stressed or that you're about to have a meltdown for me it was tense shoulders and like my neck would hurt sometimes I would have headaches that was the glaring red flags that let me know that I was about to become stressed or that I was about to have a meltdown. And so when I started to recognize those signs earlier and earlier and just continually checked in with myself throughout my day, like are my shoulders tense? Do I have a headache? Like is my neck stiff? Like all these things, it became easier and easier to recognize it earlier and earlier and celebrating those wins when you do recognize it at an earlier time. It's like, okay, I didn't have a breakdown today because I actually recognized that I was stressed out before that happened, that's a win and we can get closer and closer to just being able to know and do this automatically. That's the ultimate goal. But like I said, it does take practice.
0: I have on more than one occasion given myself a big gold star for making it through the whole day without crying, without yelling at anybody, and without trying (laughs) to break my phone. (laughs) It's important. If you're living a really high-stress life and you can just make it through without losing it, you should be proud of that. Managing that. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for that. I definitely see, maybe not so much with COVID because we've been able to a lot of ways slow down a little bit uh, and see life a little bit differently, like see what's important and what's not. But generally, our culture is so there always needs to be more, there needs to be competition. If you're it's almost like if you're not stressed out, you're almost not working hard enough. So we're just always stressed out because we don't feel like we're doing enough. How does that, how does that long term stress really just wreak so much havoc on us? How do we try to combat the cultural mindset of do more, be more, always? be pushing for more at the same time as you know
1: maybe maybe taking a break isn't so bad (laughs) yeah totally I I know a lot of my clients come to me with the same concern of well if I eliminate my stress will I stop working will I become unmotivated will I not be able to keep up with the rat race so to say that we always have to be doing more and I would like to question people who have this same thought that first off does this feel sustainable to you Does this feel like a life that you want to live? Probably not. And then so second of all, we want to ask the question of, well, how much energy does it take to feel stressed? Probably a lot. It takes a lot of our time if we are consistently stressed out and it also affects our productivity. So we're actually being less productive by not taking breaks and not managing our stress and not getting this under control because once you've learned to manage your stress, what took you maybe eight hours to do in a standard workday could now take you two hours. And now you have a bunch of free time to actually relax and take time for yourself or maybe do more. But that's only if you're feeling good. And granted, you know, we have to really consider it's not a time management problem. It's not that we don't have enough time to do everything that we want. We don't have enough time to take breaks or whatever it is. It's that we don't have enough energy to do all the work that we want to do. So how do we we gain energy by taking breaks, by managing our stress, by dealing with these problems that continue to surface versus just working ourselves into the ground and then having to have a meltdown which takes a long time to recover from.
0: As you were like talking about that I was thinking about how for me in my head I would always think if I'm not stressed out, if I'm not super overwhelmed and I'm not so busy, I didn't feel like I was working very hard. If I wasn't completely, if I didn't have my plate full things falling off like I didn't feel like I was working hard enough and I never wanted to think I never wanted people to think that I was lazy I equated for so long being super stressed out to being super super hard working and That was great when I was like in college and working and taking all these classes, and that you know got me through four years of being stressed to the max, sleep deprived, but accomplishing my goals. So I always associated with if I'm not super stressed out, I'm not working hard enough. Even now, I struggle to take breaks. I schedule them in and I do them, but like when I like step back, I'm like I should be doing something else. And sometimes it stresses me out when I'm not doing anything. Do your clients run into that when? you have them start managing to take breaks and calm down, or am I just kind of crazy? Y'all, it is out in the world. Money Mastery, your 12-week step-by-step, change your money mindset, learn how to budget, fight back your debts, change your life, learn to manifest, the magic is out, it is live, it is real, and I am just so freaking thankful and excited and I cannot wait for y'all to get your hands on this. This was 17 months of my own life, trial and error, it was 7 months of reaching out to you amazing people, asking questions, surveys. Finding out exactly what you needed to change your money mindset, create a budget, and change your freaking life. Money Mastery is live right now. Make sure that you check it out. The link is going to be in the bio.
1: <laughs> no you are not crazy at all it's the the guilt of like relaxing of oh i should be doing this or i if i didn't take this break i could fit this in and we really have to again change our beliefs around that of taking break is it really sustainable for us to not take break probably not and the work that you do is important right so we need to have the energy to show up so by protecting ourselves and actually managing our stress we're actually doing good for the long-term goal of accomplishing whatever it is you want to accomplish in mind i love that
0: I should really just have a sign and so it's, just take breaks, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> work, work those in. It has been a, it definitely has been that kind of mindset shift that I know I'm still working on. And so most of my listeners, they're like that female entrepreneur. They either just started their business, they've been in for a little while. And so many women that I have on here talk about how they burnt themselves out in the beginning. What is one of the, the most underrated tips you think there is when it comes to managing stress? if it's something we already talked about or if it's your kind of secret that you let your clients in on. Something underrated. It's like something simple.
1: Yeah, I guess the, the biggest underrated tip is giving ourselves grace because not giving ourselves grace is what's causing us stress and stressing us out. So we need to allow the space to actually, you know, reduce our stress and relax. <laughs> we, we have to, you know, be patient with ourselves. This is an unlearning like we have been taught that more is always better so it does take time to unlearn this and just allowing that space to be able to do that is super powerful
0: i'm always here for for unlearning some negative nonsense that somehow our culture was like you should totally do this sometimes i wish i'd just been born in like italy but like pre-covid where they have like long luxurious meals and no one thinks anything of it i'm like (laughs) i need to eat in like two seconds i like do some other stuff it's so interesting culturally to know how different people handle
1: stress. Yeah, and Americans especially have this problem of working themselves to death
0: (laughs) we hate vacations there's statistics that there's billions of hours of vacation that people just do not take that they could take but they just (laughs) won't let themselves and then my lovely friends in london are like we go on holiday for four weeks a year i don't know what's wrong with you guys (laughs) i'm like "Mm, i don't either but thanks
1: Yeah, I know. When I worked in the corporate world, we only got so many days, so I felt like I had to save them up and like hold them on for special occasions, or like when I got sick or whatever that was. I felt like I had to hoard them. (laughs) So that's also another thing that plays into our our society is it's really like taboo to take a day off just to take a day off. (laughs) People are like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Is it your birthday? Like, what's going on?" on
0: <laughs> exactly like when so i'm furloughed from my hotel right now but when i'd ask for time out they'd be like why what are you doing i'm like y'all i just don't want to come to work on this tuesday can that just be a thing they're like well you need a reason i'm like i don't know i'll make something up and i would just like make up <laughs> random things Be like well uh anniversary somebody else's birthday i'm going somewhere even though i'm just like i just really want to like sit on my couch and watch netflix and not care in the middle of a tuesday like that's, that's it. Right? Like, we always have to have such a justification because we can't, it's like, we can't just do things because we want to. We have to explain them to other people. And sometimes that just stresses you out. Like, I'm just doing this for me. And then someone's like, why? What, but why? I'm like,
1: I don't, just because. Yeah, so I'd encourage more people to be the leaders in saying, I'm taking time for me because I need it versus having to have a reason or, you know, doing whatever because the more we talk about this and the more people actually start <coughs> implementing this, the less taboo it'll be. And so if we can get more people to actually just take time for themselves, then hopefully it will spread to everyone else and we'll all be a little less stressed. Yeah yeah
0: now that's so like I'm thinking about like all of like the days off that I'd saved at old jobs and then I left those jobs and I was like why didn't I take my week of vacation because you just <laughs> lose it I'm like oh I did not do this right yeah we it for no reason or vacation days that expire at the end of the year no I'm saving up for something good <laughs>
1: yeah for sure
0: what is a piece of advice if you could roll back and give your younger self a couple years ago in your teenage years what would you tell yourself it's like this is the advice that you need to take from me for your future
1: i think honestly what i would tell myself is that yeah you're gonna have some hard times and this is gonna be stressful but it's all going to be for a reason. And I, I wouldn't take back a single thing that had happened because now I can relate so much deeper to my clients. Now I have this knowledge to help other people deal with the same thing because I went through it, because I went through years and years of stress, all those problems, like my neck being so stiff, I couldn't turn my head, just like crazy issues because of stress. I went through it so that I can help other people and that I can serve them. And so I guess the advice that I would tell myself is, this is going to make you stronger and it's going to serve a greater purpose that you may not see yet, but it's there. Yeah, that's what I would tell my younger self. (laughs) Your younger self would be like, yeah, I'm going to do
0: crazier stuff.
1: Maybe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that.
0: <laughs> I do sometimes think that. I'm like, oh, if I could go back and tell me some stuff, I'd go back and be like, so you're going to invest in Facebook right now. I know you don't know what investing is, but you are going to figure it out. And then you're going to invest in Google and everything will be fine.
1: Yeah, y- you would be set right now if you did that back, uh, you know, when Google first started. I think it was like not that long ago.
0: It was not. I think mean, Google's only been around, oh, I'm like 30 i think google was starting to be a thing when i was like 17 13 i think it's been a lot longer than that but i definitely remember googling things in high school so back in the days when people still thought the internet wasn't gonna be a big deal
1: (laughs) yeah for sure you you'd be a very wealthy woman at this at this point in time
0: I would probably have seven cats. Oh, I would lose my wealth. I would have a cat, Cat Avery. I think that's what they, my cats would have their own houses. younger me invest wisely get more cats give them houses that's that sounds pretty accurate my younger self would get on board my younger self would get on board real fast so as of recording this it is the end of july we are almost into august which you know didn't know that we'd make it a whole seven months in 2020 so we're doing great what are you most looking forward to in the chaos that is the rest of the year
1: oh gosh (laughs) i don't know because i have just been living it like day by day, week by week, seeing how this all goes. <laughs> oh, I guess the the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is being able to see my grandmother again, because, uh, you know, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad that we haven't been able to visit family and stuff like that, and we've been in lockdown. And Better to keep grandma safe, though. Better to keep grandma safe. Yeah, it, it's definitely
0: a tough love. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so ready for, like, to go to a restaurant and, like, sit in the restaurant and be close enough to eavesdrop on other people. <laughs> I never thought I would miss. Turns out I do. Other people are so intriguing in restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> or seeing what they're ordering and you're like, ooh, I want that. <laughs> yeah, maybe a small talk with strangers because you're like, what kind of food did you get? How is it? Can you, can you please eat some more of it and tell me how it is before I buy it? <laughs> way too many occasions I'm just like I know this is weird person but your food looks really good so is it good and sometimes it's not and then the waitress like hears that and then it works out for them in their favor and then I don't order it exactly alright so I am so thankful that you hung out chatted with me today in the show notes uh, I will have your Instagram, your Facebook, how people can reach you, work with you because we all need less stress in our life and I just love to close out with my guests giving like a fun takeaway thought, inspiring message, negative message, exciting, whatever it is you want to do, get up on your fancy soapbox, the floor is for you. Mm.
1: Yeah, my final takeaway or final thought would be that just, you know, give yourself some time, give yourself grace, but know when it's not working for you and when you need some help. Don't be afraid to ask someone, reach out to someone and let them know that this is what you're going through because for so long, I, you know, I suffered in silence and many people suffer in silence and this is not something that has to be an ongoing problem for you. It can change and it can get better. You just have to ask for help and find the resources that are going to get you where you need to go. So, so important. There is nothing at all embarrassing,
0: shameful, negative about asking for help. It is so, so important because you have to ask for help and someone will either try to help you or maybe they can put you in touch with someone else who can like there's we live in a time where the amount of information and resources at our fingertips is unparalleled so you should never feel like there's no one out there who's going to understand you no one out there who can help you because there is someone it might take you a couple tries to find the right someone there are people out there who are so so passionate about helping you in whatever area you're struggling with there's someone who loves whatever subject you need help with and they are so hyped up and ready to help you ask instagram just ask instagram i have struggle struggle with I have struggled with money. I struggle with not owning enough pandas.
1: Someone somewhere will help you. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. There is someone out there for everything nowadays. Just keep your eyes peeled. We
0: live in the coolest time, you guys. We might be living in the middle of a pandemic, but the connections that we can make during this time at our fingertips of our fancy smartphones and our cool computers, there's no better time than now to give yourself grace and to find the help for things that maybe you were avoiding if you were stressed out at your job and now you're in quarantine away from it now is the time to reach out and find someone who can help you manage your stress when you go back to work help you get better tools in place so and if you need that stress help your girl is right here all her info is gonna be in the show notes so make sure y'all reach out make sure that y'all tag us in this if they have any questions they can just you know, message you, I imagine? Yes, I am always welcoming. My
1: doors are
0: always open. Excellent. Well, I am so glad that you hung out with me today. Thank you
1: so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun.